A pleasant good day to all. You are listening to another episode of Gals, hosted by a gal, but I can't speak for all gals. This is a podcast brought to you by 10th Year Seniors, and I am your host, Amanda. And in the gal cave with me today, I have... This is JD. I didn't know if she's going to go with your, um, with your government name. I know if people need to have my full government name, because then they can, they can find me everywhere. I only need other name. Welcome, JD. For those of you that might live under a rock and haven't seen the YouTube series, The Gap Seed Room, this is the lady behind it. Hey. Claps for that. Claps. I'm so glad you came. Just a little caveat for those of you listening. You're, you probably already know what I'm going to say, but yes, I do no JD already. Huh. We do have a personal relationship. We got, we got history. We are cool. We've done a project together. Yes, we have. Never came out, by the way. We mm, get into that. Um, but yes, I, so if it sounds a little friendly or chummy, that's because it is. Also in the gal cave, not necessarily to speak, but just for moral support, JD does have a guest. Would you like to say your name? Steak. Okay, just so in case y'all have someone, her mic isn't going to be on, but if you have someone in the background, that's who it is. Yeah. JD, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for inviting me. Now, on Gapsy, because you know I be asking the people, um, when I say people, I mean two people. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm a gal. I ask them, like, where you got to go to be one of the Gapsy girls? Where uh, I got to go to be a commentary girl? Listen, and, I, that is number one question. But Gal was like, it's JD's thing. I don't think he knew that I already knew you. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, it's JD. I could do it. I say, yeah, give him my name. But in my head, I was like, I'm going to just. Put my name, you could message when me. I have a, when I have on the show, because I already knew I wanted you on the show, I just wanted a few more episodes um, to be oh, out first. Gotcha. So I was like, I'm going to just ask her when I see That's her. That's cool. So, girl, got... what I got to do, put me on the list. I mean, you, you can already have an audition tape from me. So, <laughs> we going to be on the we gonna have. I already do have your audition tape. Girl. Girl, I gave the girl I... Save the Last Dance. Girl, Save the Last Dance energy. We did a whole little, you know, boot camp, little acting boot camp. We did a little, a little small movie. Small. Really small movie. Small movie, little 24 minute. You know? I'm not thinking because JD is my friend. I just got come on an audition there. JD say, um, we can need you to send a little video of a little monologue. One little. I little. said, oh, not nepotism not working in my favor. Hi. You know, because we try to be fair, you know. Girl, I, 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 what I come for? <laughs> I down what I come for justice, girl. Oop. Girl, but you I mean, know, I still do we it. Obviously, to, we trying to fight the things because like I knew it was. I know that it. And at the time, I knew that it was JD's craft. I knew that she had a passion for it. So I was like, okay, Amanda, girl, you could do a little one two, one two. It ain't gonna kill you. And if no. it bad, she just gonna make you an extra. That's all. That's all. But it wasn't horrible. No, I got like no. a speaking role. Listen to me. We're gonna once we once we unpack that. Like <laughs> shout out to Retribution and the team. But once we unpack that, I'm going to pull out one of them scenes every now and then. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm going to pull out the scene or something. You have, at this point, Listen, it have to just, the project I, just have to come home. Well, we just, first I of just all, I, I know, because so shout out to Ophir, who was um, the director for photography for that project mm-hmm. in particular. She actually took it back on because okay. she lives in Toronto now. So mm-hmm. she actually wants to submit it to a film festival. Ooh. So our whole issue at that point or the crossroads we were at, because we had so many people that were intricately involved, mm-hmm. we needed permission straight across the board to do certain okay. things. Um, so now that Ophir is in like Toronto now and mm-hmm. doing her thing, shout out to her. Um, she's actually taking it back up so we can submit it into film festivals. Now the thing That's is, the one with that, the sun. No, it was okay. the other one. I was trying to, I was trying to picture the face in my head. Anyway, yeah, continue. But um, the thing is, with film festivals, you can you would only have to do private viewings. It can't be it can't be out in the public space okay. in order for it to still qualify to be in those things. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Mm, Okay, but at this point, y'all got to see it now. Girl, because that was so at least long the cast. ago. But yeah, that was. Girl, that was like 2016. No, Girl, no I lied. Long. I lied. That was 2018. 
Somewhere in there. Yeah. Because I moved back home in 2017. Mm-hmm. And so I want to say it was the following year. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so I, I know Jay-Z. Yeah, okay, so you are the... What are you on Gap to the executive producer, the creator? What are what are we? Yeah, I'm the mama. That's what I'm gonna go. Okay, with. so define executive producer because I be watching a lot of TV and what's not, and I just be looking at the little like credit thingies, mm-hmm. and is you know let's have like producer, executive producer, founder, da 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 da, writer, creator, all of these things. What is an executive producer? So in this instance, when it comes to Gap Seed, that refers to all around everything right now so in a normal situation or in a normal industry the executive producer technically is the person that the people that are funding it that's okay. the vision of the product the project and pretty much either have either conceptualized the beginning of it knew where it started and then funded it to its point now okay so the people who had the idea and then had the money to make the idea a reality is the executive producer correct because they okay. don't necessarily do the heavy lifting in mm-hmm. this instance for Gapseed, i do the heavy lifting so okay. i just there was no way for me to be like, oh, she's the editor. Well, right right now, let's talk in general because, you know, things over here is, is move a little different. Yeah. So executive producer, that's the money person with the with the golden goose, the idea. Correct. So a regular producer is So who? regular producer is logistics and footwork. So they go from, they start anywhere from casting to show running to design to top to bottom. So they are pretty much the project lead or project manager of mm-hmm. the entire project itself. Okay. So they touch base with every area in between. So make, to sure, make sure everybody stays on task. Make sure it's cohesive. Make sure it's, it's encapsulated. Like it has the vision of what the EP wanted. Okay. And then make sure that comes to light. So they do the footwork for it. Okay. This might sound silly, but mm. I'm going to ask anyway. The creator is the person with the idea, correct? Yeah. The only way the creator and the executive producer are going to be two different people is if the creator does not have the money to fund the idea. Correct. And okay. usually, so usually in the in the international realm of things, you do have a creator that will end up being a producer. So usually that's the title that the creator takes on after it's being funded because mm-hmm. they have the overall vision, the overarching vision for it to get done. Either they're taken on as an EP based on whatever role they take on, mm-hmm. or they're taken on as a producer as well, or producer showrunner. So producer and showrunner are, are a title that, that kind of juggle back and forth. Okay. And all they do is pretty much present this project to people and sell it. Okay, so writer goes without saying, editor goes without saying. I'm yeah. trying to think of them other little stuff I'd be seeing in the in the credits. Oh, so we have a, we have a small team. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of people that have also like really talked about, um, first of all, shout out to TNT media. Cause those are my camera guys. Mm-hmm. They pretty much help me do everything that I do. I do have the ability to shoot and edit and everything else, but they have been a great help in making sure that I have the quality that I want. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah, they shout out to them. TNT media. They are my go-to team for everything. Um, but when it comes to everything else, my other team members are smaller. So they were like social media people who decided to come in and do BTS for me. Mm -hmm. Somebody that was asking questions for me on my behalf, if I couldn't be there, different things. I was going to say what in this specific project, this project is the Gap Seed Room. You can find it anywhere on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, just type in the Gap Seed Room. Not to be confused with catching Gap Seed. Ironically, because we've had that happen a few times. Really? Yeah, we have people that refer to it as uh, as catching gap seed, which I've never that's, seen. I think that's because it. The, oh, the name, because they have. Oh, there's something called that. I was, was thinking an, they just calling it by the wrong name. No, they there actually apparently was a show. I want to say between 2011. I wasn't home. I wasn't here. Is so that like, on YouTube as well? I don't think so. I've been looking for it, but well, apparently it, it was on Zed and Ask Girl or something like that. It was on. Oh, I know nothing but that. Girl, you know, it's I like when you watch Native Stew and my Grammy make me. Yeah, See, and I, I like catch that after the like you know after the news and thing. But mm. uh, there was apparently a show, a Bahamian show called Catching Gapseed. Mm-hmm. And so people have like when they saw Gapseed, which is why kind of they thought it was the same thing. But it's not to be confused with Catching Gapseed. I would love if anybody knows where we can find the episodes. I would love to watch it. Please let us know. Please respond yeah, to the post and say where it is. Would love to see it but um the writers on the gap seed room i'm assuming that's whoever writes the questions yes that would okay be, yeah okay great okay so y'all got all that going how did how did gap seed come about like when did you have the idea what made you say you know what let me take this from my, from my little notepad and like into into fruition how did we get to gap seed how tell me about that story um the people that i am around in my day-to-day life mm-hmm. are hilarious 
And I don't want to say that just because, okay, people are my friends or people are just, it's just people in general. Some people just be funny. Some people just be funny. And it's just like, I love the way Bahamians talk. I love the way we describe things. Like we're so animated, we're colorful, and I just love everything about us. And it was like, I was on a kind of a binge of like wanting something or yearning for something like girl and guy code. Like, I Ooh, miss yeah. that energy. I miss the energy. I used like, to practice what I would say if I was on girl. Listen, me too. Me too. Thanks, listen. And so, like, because I was craving it so much, it was just like, yo, it would be so dope if we could talk about things that are actually relevant to us. Mm-hmm. And then not just relevant to us, but, like, honestly, like, on some, it's it's Bahamian. Like, yeah. you know, like, it's truly us. It's not us being, like, pageant, puffin' pageantry. Like, oh, my gosh. So... I just want to tell y'all that my favorite thing mm-hmm. is this, 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 and this. And I ain't care what nobody's... I, like, if that's your personality, then cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not not beating against that or anything. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I love to capture Bahamians just in their natural state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, not like a character. A no. caricature. What's a the caricature. word? Caricature. Yeah. Like, of a Bahamian, an yeah. actual Bahamian. And so my friends are hilarious. The people that I surround myself with are hilarious. And that's pretty much how the cast came about. And it's not a... It, in this instance of nepotism, it would have worked. Like, for oh, you to be there. Oh, okay, girl. got you, got you. You know? But I just knew really funny people around me whose opinions were just as wild as I thought I was. So it just ended up working out like that. And because I was craving that energy and I needed something at that moment, and you and I spoke about it off air a little bit, mm-hmm. the point when I shot Gapseed, I was looking for inspiration, you know? And the best thing I could turn to in that moment was my people. Yeah. My people. And so I have a tendency to do this really weird thing, and I this is a dead horse at this point. So when I'm with my friends and we having a conversation or about anything, they hate me for it. And speaking of and this going away, I think they're going. I hate you for it too. <laughs> but they hate me for it. But if we end up in like a really wild conversation, just off of like arguing, even if we arguing or just talking about something, and it's just such a wild conversation and taking turn. Like I will take out my phone and record. Oh no! Honey. I'll be on some podcast. Not not oh. on some. Oh, not on why, some, why you gotta do that? On some on some. Why podcast we gotta just stuff. talk? Why we gotta just talk? Why we could talk. talk. We could talk. But at some point. But at some point. You gonna need to get. This. And because I'm a writer, like I take notes like that. Mm-hmm. So that's how I take my notes. So I can come back and when I start writing dialogue and stuff, because I'm a scripter, so I write scripts and stuff like that. So I that's how I write dialogue. Like, I draw inspiration from the people around me at all times. And it's not anything trapsy. I don't use it against them. Yeah. I send it to them afterwards, too. But it's like, yeah, my friends are inspire me. And that's the thing about okay, it. Okay, so you were feeling uninspired. You turn to your friends. You remember how things always are. You look back at all these videos that you have and you say to yourself, I could do something like this and all. Yeah. And then you just pulled the resources around you and Gapseed was born. And Gapseed was born and Gapseed was shot in January, but post-production really didn't start until like May. Why? Because I had a few things going on. So I left my job Mm -hmm. and anybody that knows me personally knew what my job was. And it was a lot of things that that helped that decision, but actually shooting Gapseed helped that decision to happen. That goes, you say, I actually really hated Dale. (laughs) And I can't do It just, it took too much. It Mm. took too much for me. So were you shooting Gapseed and going to work the same time? I actually took vacation to shoot Gapseed because I wanted to give it proper amount of attention. How long did it take to shoot? Uh, A week. I just took everybody at their times and just, you know, like worked with their their schedules and just kind of worked around it. And I spent my whole vacation just shooting that. And again, it was necessary. It was what it was needed. It was what was needed. You took the vacation because you needed the vacation or you knew that you were doing gap seed. So you took the vacation for gap seed. Both. Okay. Got you. So you was ever going to be off. I was going to be off. You just decided to do something with being off. This is what I can do when I. All right. Like, you you had your time off. You had your vacation. You pursued a passion. Mm -hmm. I went. What made you say like, I gone and know. When I go back on Monday, I Mm -hmm. tell him I gone. At what point, like, in shooting or in editing, at what point were you like, wow, it was fun. Well, it really wasn't, but you, I gone. You <laughs> you know what it was? It was it was the way it was playing out in front of me. Because, like, I would have the questions directly in front of me mm-hmm. um, and asking everybody everything and was on. And it was just, like, I remember hearing some of Miguel or Foots' answers and just being like, oh, my gosh, like, you know what? This is hilarious. Mm. Like, no, you know what? This could be a thing. 
Like, no, this could truly be a thing. Like, mm. I can see it playing out because because I was doing, I'm, I was prepared to do everything else. I was already in my head chopping up answers. I was already in my head chopping okay. up, like, making topics. And it was just like, this is not as hard as people make it. Mm-hmm. And I think for so long, we haven't had the type of content that we wanted because everybody Talk makes it seem it. like it's hard. Talk about it's, it. It does take time. It's not to take away from the skill of what it is, but it's truly just if you just decide to put that energy into it. Mm. That's it. You're right. You, I can I can see how that would make you be like, yeah, I love it out. And then and I hate it out. And then on top of that, like I wasn't, I didn't have that that create. I didn't have that that space to be as creative as I wanted to. Mm. So that was the thing about it too, where I was at, and it was just like. Y'all making it seem so hard, but y'all got the resources not to So your job before that. Your the job that you had when you started Gapseed, obviously you don't say where it was, but you were in a creative a it was work. a creative job. It was like a, it wasn't like completely opposite from it wasn't it it should be it was in the same industry. Line. Yes. But you still didn't have a creative space. I didn't have that that space to be creative. I didn't have that mm. space to truly show what we have the potential to do and as much as i tried to fight for it to be a thing i thought it was too hard of a fight to do this under somebody else's roof when i could do it under my own real if i I got a fight i rather fight for it for being my own not not fight for it to be somebody else's own not often do people get to see a dream come to fruition in a week's time Mm -hmm. i think that that in itself, if you needed a recharge, that, like you said, like that would have been the perfect one because people wait years for dreams to come true. Mm-hmm. People wait months, people wait weeks. You was able to have that feeling and just be like, oh gosh, I need a break. And instead of like, you know, taking a vacation or just laying face down on your bed till the seven days out, you was like, let me do something. Yeah. And in that seven days, you was like, you saw your dream happening in the front of you. Yeah. I was like, actually. I don't even dream no more on this job, so I have to I go. don't. Because as a creative, I, you have to dream. And that's the thing, you know, and you, like, people don't don't value the point of their dreams, you know. Having the dreams and having, having just, just having the ability to see something all the way through. Mm-hmm. Or see a vision, just see an idea go and form itself. People make it seem like it's, like, impossible, it's impossible. But child, if you listen to this, you listen to the dream. So you can't think it's impossible after listening to this podcast. No. Because babe. the podcast itself is a is a dream. Yeah. This, you this is my little baby. You have to keep dreaming and at the end of the day you have to value the dreams that you have because you don't know what you lost until you didn't have it. You were Are you better say that? Let me tell you something. You better like, say that. I, you better say that. I know what it is to bust my brain to make something work and make something fit some kind of mold mm-hmm. and to try and do something on command. You know, the kind mm. of way. And, but now, like, ever since Gapseed has gotten started, like, I have, like, it's been flowing. And the girls Things love it. coming. Because y'all have, like, 600 subscribers now, right? I love that. And we did, people like, we did numbers in a month. I go, y'all. I watch, I watch, I try to watch um, a lot of, not a lot of, the behavior content that comes past me, especially if it's on YouTube. I'm going to try to give you a little view now. That's it. So I be there to like try, you know, see. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's only been, I want to say six weeks now. Or yeah, we're on episode we're, seven. We're on episode seven, so seven weeks now. Bro, when I saw that number, I was like, I know that's right, I, JD. The listen, girls are watching. The girls the are tuning girls, in. The girls and the guys are watching. They doing they big they one. Here. That is so good. So let me ask you something really, because I know people are thinking it. So you did Gapseed. You quit your job. You getting paid for Gapseed? No, baby. This is a labor of love. This is why I said I am a mama. So okay. how how are you surviving now that you left your job for your dream? Because so luckily, like we were talking off. We're, people are poor. People Take are poor. Take out they drop no dream. Baby, inflation is a real thing. Mm-hmm. First of all, this starving artist thing is for the birds. I'm going to just tell you that now. But luckily... You know, God gifted me with like other skills, so I. Oh, okay, so you was you was I work. still things. You I just ain't clocking and no nine to no, five. No, I, I work okay. for myself. So like people who know the people who know the girls that get it get it. And the girls okay, that don't, so don't. what other? So we know Gapseed. What other projects have you worked on that like Bahamians would know? So ironically, uh, in the time that I was at my previous job, mm-hmm. I had a lot of involvement in TV. Okay. Uh, to keep the the previous job, uh, you know, to give the discretion of the previous job without saying so much, I've worked in TV for a very long time. And a lot of people find my voice very familiar, and that would be ah. for a reason. 
Yeah, so that would be for a reason. And without saying so much, people know the voice for so sure. If they, so if they listen now, I know this girl voice. I know mm-hmm. it. If they go back to a show or a commercial or mm-hmm. something, it is the same voice. So there's voice. a lot of commercial work, a lot of okay. TV work that I have you done. You got to give us one commercial without giving away your job? Um, the girls that get it. Because your voice is, it is quite distinct. But I want people to like... Put it um, to something. A show or a commercial a, that don't There's a premier clinical laboratory commercial. There's that. <laughs> there's a lab commercial. Well, Chai, you got it. Because here's the thing. every Everything else is pretty much on brand okay. to where like came from. But um, I can tell you for sure on some other shows that I've worked on, uh, I did a show with um, Coca-Cola, Co- um, whatever you want to call it, Caribbean Bottling Company called mm-hmm. The Sip. So I produced that show with um, Nick Mitchell and Gabby Singley. Um and I produce a lot of different things. So like not me about to ask if that's precious, but her last name is Sadibe or something like that. Right? Yeah. Is her name is Gabby, but it's okay, yeah. got it. I was like, hold on yeah. now. No, no, no. no. <laughs> not not Gabby being down here doing a little work now. <laughs> little work, little, little Okay, work. got it. I was like, but yeah, I've is done, that the girl? Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah. I've produced in the realm of my old job several times and then there are a lot of in that instance I produced um more so event things event-based mm. things. So those are time-sensitive, and again, to not give away where I was yeah. working before. But there are shows that I've worked on, either as producer, as an assistant producer, or you know, just a go-to editor on a lot of things. So so how did you get into this industry? Like, we just go to... Okay, first of all, was this industry always the goal? Was this plan A, or is this plan B? Hmm... It's a, it's hard to describe because when I first started college, ironically, I wasn't 110% sure what I wanted to do. Girl, so what you were studying? Girl. Come to the college house. Girl, let's do it. So there was, at a, at a stint, there was like psychology and then there was like business management. Okay. And then when I went to school, I met one of my mentors who I had a speech class with um, for my, for I think, first year. And I did a speech. He gave us like a very freelance, a mm. freelance approach to his curriculum. And he was just like, okay, y'all can write a speech on anything. And I said, this is a trick. <laughs> I don't know. And so at that point in time, I was really obsessed with Elizabeth Taylor. Mm-hmm. And so at that point I did a speech about kind of like her lifestyle off screen. Cause Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. So mm-hmm. everybody knows Elizabeth Taylor to be this scandalous actress. Right. I followed her life outside of screen. Not her you multiple. following Liz. Last girl. Following Liz home. Liz. Liz. I was at Liz's house in mm-hmm. her window. And, you know, it was just the way I spoke about it. And then he asked me to stay after class. And he was like, what's your major? And I was like, business management. He was like, why? Mm. I was like, I mean, it sounds good. He was like, okay, um, so we're going to your advisor. We're going to mm-hmm. change your major to communications. That's it. And ever since the rest was history. So that is so good. I love when people could like see your light that maybe you can't see. Yeah, I, and I didn't see it, baby. I did not. And I'm grateful to him every single day. Um, my professor Brad Case. Um, I'm grateful to him every single day um, for Shout helping me to Brad. find this. And ironically, he was the one that actually got me into screenwriting. Oh, so he actually. So, girl, what all do you do? You produce voiceovers, create. I, uh, so produce is a, is a large thing within itself. So mm. that would be shows, commercials, um, events, conferences, stuff like that. These are my other bags that I mm-hmm. try to collect regularly. And that's what keeps me afloat. <laughs> um, but then I also screenwrite and edit and stuff like that. Shoot, edit, all those other little things. But I have focuses. So I love writing. Love okay. a good story. And that's been my passion for a very long time after meeting Brad Case. And ironically, he was the one that gave me one of the first gifts that I got um, script-wise because he used to be a writer on The Simpsons. So he had the pilot episode to The Simpsons. Go ahead, Brad. Yeah, I love him. Brad, you better give a gift. Listen to me. And he was just like, I have a gift for you, when, especially when I was like transitioning and getting ready to come back and stuff. And he was like, honestly, I want you to have this. I want you to remain inspired, and I want you to always run after the things that you want. And that has been a gift that I've treasured all my he life. You must have known you was coming someplace that is quite uninspiring uh, when given the chance. Well, you know, the Lord is not what you need right before you meet You're it. right. You're mm-hmm. right. Okay, so this was this this wasn't plan B, but it wasn't plan A. Yeah. Okay, so what is the ultimate dream? Where where would JD wanna be like 
What you want me doing? That's like I am literally living my entire dream. This is everything that I've ever wanted. I'm at the place where I want to be now. I go put my foot up and go with my business or stay with my business. Here's the thing: foot up regardless. It, foot up regardless. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. Foot is gonna be up regardless because we mama's gonna have on and off seasons. Okay. But like I, I the best way I can describe it, and I literally came to this um, within this week actually. I just love making beautiful things mm-hmm. that make people feel something. And that's just how I feel. So would the dream be have anything to do with like accolades? Like are there any specific awards you want as well as a part of the dream? You know what? We're going to do that right now. So we're going to get some Oscars. We're going to have an Oscar. Okay. What, what do they call it? An EGOT? An EGOT, honey. Okay. So that's, that's going to be the Emmy, do. the Grammy, the, the Oscar, Oscar, and the Tony. And the Tony. Yes. Okay. So we're going to go and ask for all of our awards because that's what we're going to do. That's what we're deserving of. Okay. But honestly, the ultimate goal is really to continue to have our foster a space where people can creatively do the things that they want to do. I want to have a studio. Mm. I don't necessarily want a channel or anything like that. I want people. You don't to need feel, a whole network. No, I, I used to want a network. Don't get me wrong. Like there's still going to be constant content coming out. There's still going to be, it's in the plans, but it's not the ultimate. I think I want to create a space where people feel safe enough to feel like they can get the funding that they deserve mm. to do the type of projects they want to do. So you want to be the ultimate executive producer. Ultimate EP. Okay. Ultimate. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go on to the topic. For those of you, like I said, it's called the Gap Seed Room, in case you've been living under a rock, and they talk about a multitude of topics. Mm-hmm. I've picked out three for me and JD to talk about here today, just because she on the cast, but she don't really be talking as much as them. I think I in think the y'all last get a, y'all get two episodes, I think in the last two episodes, you was like, or maybe like the last one, like you was like in front in your white shirt answering questions, mm. but not as much as like the other people. Like I'm on the cast, but I also don't want to like put too much of myself in there because I mm-hmm. already write and voice the script, you know, right. kind of way. I've noticed. So I feel I've like noticed. a lot of my, I feel like a lot of my opinions are already packed into the show in a way you would think so but not really not really no as a, as you, a sis you as see a me. watcher mm. no and because I, I know your voice and stuff as a watcher the show doesn't give okay the person narrating feels like so we got asked them it, it mm-hmm. no so it wasn't until you was on it i was like oh that's what jd thinks so the episode we are expecting that's the one about people having babies mm-hmm. are you single I am single. I'm single. So how do you feel about, what's, what do you, what is baby shower etiquette as a single person for you? So for me, I feel like definitely come with a gift. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And then also if this not, if you invite me to your baby shower and you need like a case of soda, I could bring two cases of soda, but you know, gift now. Nah. Now nah, listen, <laughs> they can't. Unless we close like that. You can't host no party mm. and one gift and one supplies. You want party or you want gift? That's true. That's true. Because don't think just because I ain't have no children. Both ain't in the I budget. Have money to, I have money to just tr- no man. Can we can we take a can we take a moment just to talk about the single people that have friends that having babies that Bruh. people think they're supposed to spend that money and they wouldn't stop having them. Oh lord, they wouldn't stop having them. Shout out to you, Chrissy, oh, baby number two. <laughs> but um. That I always feel like I don't, and I also feel like as a single person, you can't come swinging your hand. No, you because come on, man. No, come on, you gotta be. You can't nah. can buy a gift. It ain't like you have to pick it. You no. go right in the store, look on the list. Mm-mm. You know your budget when you walk in the place. That's right. Pick, that's you know? what that's what the guest list is for. That's what the not the guest list, the um the gift list. For, that's is what for. the registry like, for. That's it. Yeah, ha- I feel like you have to bring something, and then I also feel like. I don't know if other people do this, but I have, like, a specific drink that I like to indulge in at things like wedding showers and baby <clears> showers. <throat> I like Bailey's with a shot of Hennessy. Oh, I just feel like the bar open, because, you know, at a regular bar, you're paying $20 for that because you're paying for the shot and the drink. Ooh. But down to the wedding, down to girl, the wedding shower to, girl, and the baby, baby shower, it's free. And I just feel like, boy, I spend no less than $50. Thanks. On the gift. Thanks. And I cute. Mm-hmm. And also, I play in the games. I, I was just about to I'm say. I'm going to be one of them. People I didn't know just, if you were going to say it. No, man. I go drink the bottle. I, I go put the diaper on the on the teddy I'll bear. The, I'll put the balloon in my shirt. Like the whole I'm a night. part of this party. Mm-hmm. I'm a... Listen. I'm a staple. When the sun goes down and the DJ starts, I'm oh. on the dance floor. That's it. That's I'm, it. 
I'm sorry. doing it. Here we are. If you're around me and eating, hey, mother, you, you didn't want no crab salad? No. That's not a problem. You macaroni? Uh, for no, me? No dairy. I, that's the kind of pot, that's the kind of gas I am. Here's the thing. So I feel like, why? I, Bailey's in a short Hennessy and I could go all night. I will volunteer as tribute to bake a pound of macaroni just because no, that's one of my favorite. That. That's one know. of my favorite things to do. I love macaroni, so I love to bake. Like, Don't ask me to cook else. nothing because I go down to the Domino's. <laughs> Bring y'all some pizza. Oh, uh, I will make a pound of macaroni. I'm playing all the games. You definitely got a yeah, gift. Yeah, I know. feel like that. So do you have like a, a baby shower drinks? Do you have like a... A baby shower drink? Girl, no. Whatever rum they are. That's what that? you... That's what you went I could get with it. I could not... Mm, shout... Mm. <laughs> Unless it's a certain... A certain level. Now, I love bougie. Sorry. I, oh, I, I can can't relate, outright. but okay. I can eat that little top shelf. Like, mm. if, I, if they don't have that top shelf, like, I have to bring that little top shelf behind me, and I'm ah. pretty sure y'all have mixers. Okay. So, you know, I get, I, I don't want no gardens. So, when your friends but I want the expecting up until, because the baby showers be late down in the day, mm-hmm. how involved are you with the pregnancy portion? Because I, as the friend, now listen. I could come for a little movie night once on twice because you can't come out with me. Yeah, no. Because ain't too much time. I went have a bunch of dinner and brunch. I want party sometimes. Here's the thing. How often you would see your pregnant friends in their pregnant state? Let me tell you something. I love them mm-hmm. and they know it. I don't see them much. I don't, ah. don't want to be responsible. You don't see the belly in person no, often. Baby. I'll come and see the belly and I'll come to you and I'll come and kiss on the belly and just, you know, make sure you're good. And that's you for but that baby, I'm not, But I am not. That's not me. <laughs> that's not me. That's not the girls here. I am not going to be responsible for this person's child. Mm. Person, their person and their child. Mm-hmm. Their life and livelihood in my hands. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. I love you. Are you, you know a gender that? reveal friend as well? Like, are you the friend that's like, I come in a gender reveal and I come in a shower, I bring in a gift to all, I play in gifts to all, what's going on? Because I yes. personally feel like at the gender reveal, I am bringing my love and support mm-hmm. and I'm wearing, I'm bringing my vote <sighs> to the gender reveal. So f- where I land, I'm going to attend both. Yeah, you're yeah only getting, for sure. I'm you're only getting a meatballs gift for everywhere the baby shower. So. You're only getting a gift Definitely. for the shower. Um, however, being the creative friend, it works in against me a lot. Mm. So they're probably going to come to me about what the idea is going to be for the gender reveal. Mm. So that's probably, and because I do like little creative things and I build like sets and stuff like that. So they're going to come with, Oh, what should I do? Or can you, how long you stay at the baby shower? Like when I say how long do you stay long enough to assist with the cleanup? Mm. And be honest. Cause some people that stay long, but they stay long enough. To get the leftovers, but leave right in time before. I ain't gonna lie. It depends. It depends. So if I on the setup team, I definitely leave in before cleanup. Okay, you understand. But so if like, you come to the party and already start, you wouldn't then, mind. I'll I'll like move the gift wrappings mm. for like the when they start opening gifts and like make myself active. And then when I see everybody's like settled and the 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 um the gifts are being put into the house, I'm like, all right, I'm I love y'all. I'm seeing yeah. Because yeah. once you're putting the gifts in the house, you're getting ready to start moving the yes. tablecloth. And I can't be here for moving the tablecloth so because the that means code. I have to be here for parking up the table. So the cheat code is you help out. Take the wrappers from the gifts when mm. they unwrapping them gifts. So, you know, they see you active. You get a plastic bag. Hey, mom, you have a plastic bag. Let me put these things in here. Oh, y'all need help putting it in the house? When you see that didn't happen, that's me. I gone. You, okay. I vanished. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like it. Okay, so that's when we're expecting. We are emotional. This was the episode about mental health. Mm-hmm. And I was watching it, and, like, I don't remember who I want to say puts and. The one who was be with Miles French. Ah. I think they were the ones like people is be self-diagnosing themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay, what mental health issue, for lack of a better term, do you think is e- the most easily missed in our people? And which one do you think is the most easily, whether correctly or incorrectly, misdiagnosed? Because I think Foots was saying how everybody's diagnosed themselves as bipolar. And I was like, what kind of friends do you have? My friends don't think they bipolar. First of all, I know I know a few people who is be like I bipolar. Without being diagnosed. Without being diagnosed. Um, the easiest one to miss, I would say, is probably depression. Mm. Because, again, I was going to say anxiety. Nah. I think people just think, like, the level of nervousness they feel for certain stuff Mm -mm. is regular. And it's like, 
no, no love. Certain things ain't supposed to make you cry, baby. Agreed. That's not agreed. That's not what's happening here. That's not agreed. okay. Let's let's talk. Let's that's that's a level, but I feel like I feel like that's a lot more manageable mm. in comparison to missing depression and what that looks like for people. Because you have like where people are like high functioning depressive yeah. people, it's just like okay, well everything's fine, mm-hmm. everything's okay. They still functioning. They still going to work. They still doing everything they're supposed to do, but you wouldn't know. From here, I kind of paint if they go in through something until you hear something. Because they probably don't know. Sometimes they don't know, and mm-hmm. sometimes they just feel like they don't have anybody to be with mm. or to, to express that to, or somebody that's willing to even hear that, mm. you know, that kind of way. So it's like, I feel like depression is more it's most of the, easy, easily m- missed. Most easily missed. And then everybody just at the end of the day is like, oh my gosh, they had they were such a good person, like, mm-hmm. they had such a good life. Like, why would they do what they did? Because you don't like, ask, babe. So you now you ask. never know. You never know. So which one do you think is the most self-diagnosed, whether incorrectly or correctly? Somewhere between ADHD, because people, I don't know why people so easy, and I could blame Only because my good decent friends listen to this podcast, I wouldn't say. <laughs> Girl. I'm going to say it after. She ain't like that boy no more anyway. But this gentleman tried to tell my friend he had ADHD. In, in lieu of being a good partner. And I just was like, curl, I hate him down. He don't listen to this, so I, I think that's fine. She ain't, she ain't feel that. I scream it. I feel like, and, and okay, so the reason I think that is commonly misdiagnosed is by, like, if you really, and granted, we do, naturally, this, this, gen, not gen, this generation, sir, per se, in the world that we live in right now, everybody has a shorter attention span. You're right. So that's straight across the board. Also, we just had a whole pico de gallo happen. Mm-hmm. And so, like, everybody's been kind of, like, trying to fiddle with themselves and figure out what they want with themselves and how do they make this work without people. So there's a lot of things that people had time to go and, like, figure out for themselves. I personally, because my mom was a nurse, um, I personally ain't gonna be the first person. I know what kind of medication goes with certain things. I ain't gonna be the first person to go and diagnose myself with any ADHD to get no Ritalin. Really? I ain't diagnosing myself to get no medication, mm. no kind of medication that I know is do weird things. So it's like, I don't think, and it's not that I don't think that there aren't mild cases where you don't necessarily have to be medicated, but it's just like, I am looking for something to be wrong with me. I really don't want it. So then the people misdiagnosing themselves to get the meds? Here, no, because we don't really have as much, but I just think it's odd for me to say I have something that if it gets to an extreme level, I want to medicate. Mm. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, but go to therapy. Unpack some things. Figure out what's going on, baby. Don't just tell yourself you have ADHD. Don't just tell yourself you have anything. Okay, I think this was the... I think this is the most recent episode we talking. Yeah. Some, okay. Where do you stand? Because, you know, over here we have talking. The girls have recently been introduced to dating. Because mm-hmm. when I was a young buck coming up, we didn't date. We just talking. We called it dating, but that's not what was happening. We was just going steady. We scared. And now the girls want to, they want to throw dating in the mix then, shuffle up the deck. So we have talking, dating, and going, going steady. What what kind of girl? Are you a talker? You Because I'm a talker. Baby, we could be talking, chat. We go, we could talk until we just go, and after we go, then we could date. And Baby, reason, I can talk to you while we date. See, mm. well, now I probably could be like that, but before I find it difficult to be comfortable with men in settings where it's just me and them. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever happened to me. I just don't trust men as a, as a people. I understand as a that. unit, they just in my they just in my cup of tea. I understand that they 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 do so. Some weird, usually, the collective does some weird mm-hmm. things to be. I like sus. to be com- comfortable before I say just just me and you, mm-hmm. girl. Wherever, whether it's public, whether it's private, whatever. Like if it so only me and you. So Oy. I just have to like like when it's like that because I think I did more of that that um being more conscious about going out with like guys when I was living in the States. Definitely. And so like I would do a group date. Like mm. I would do like a, on some, Hey, me and my friend are going here. This Saturday next you could come through, bring a friend, whatever. So on and so forth. And like, I, I'm more comfortable with group dates until I feel our energy and then see how, where we're at, see what we're going on, what kind of person you are, how you act with this, that and the next and the third, but I'm home. And like, I got God brothers and cousins on speed dial. Mm-hmm. So you ain't gonna be dumb. 
Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. But I'm more of a dater. Like I. So I realize, how long they could talk before you be like, child? If you won't take me out, I gone. Um. If I'm getting to know you and I don't know you from a can of paint at the mm-hmm. beginning of this process, I'll say about a little month, one month, little two months, little month and a half before we go. They out. got four weeks. They got four weeks to make a plan. Because okay, so the reason I I prefer dating, like going out and actually getting a feel for the person, is more so because I just get past the little the little bubsy little questions, little little trink, the little little tight um tight questions, little kids questions, or like what. Like I like Can I talk to, I talk to somebody like a new person so long? What they would they be asking me? What are you into? Like none. so what are your hobbies? None. So you like your job? No long term goals. Ain't got none. You know? So like and then it is more from that for me. Me and you could die tomorrow long term. I just trying to make it a super value <laughs> Sunday, boy. I just wait, I just trying to get out of super value. I know what I do. I without what having I to avoid anything. I don't even remember what I eat yesterday. You want me to remember my childhood? Right. Like, come on. But no, but because it starts there and I get through a lot of that pretty early or just because of the way my brain works, it's just like, I'm going to ask you certain things. Like, what kind of... So, I mean, on a scale of one to five, like, where do you think your um, your capability of, of actually handling this conversation will go? Oh, so no, I like to I like to gauge people. Not you calling them stupid for y'all start talking. Because that's what you did. <laughs> If you got to ask someone to gauge their conversation capability, that means you uh, don't think they have none. And you and see how delusional can they I, are. Can I, can I tell you a little secret? A lot of them don't. A lot of them, a lot of them don't. So it's like... If somebody asks me to rate my conversation <laughs> capability... You have to know what I'm saying. You have to know what I'm saying. Like, like, hold on. That was a lot of... And see, and that's One what you do. Five? You, you use a lot of the pretty words and you, you say the roundabout way of saying it to see if they catch I'll it. I'll say bet. Bet. <laughs> and I just wouldn't say nothing else because, boy, you don't think I could talk. You don't think if you talk, I could talk back. So guess what? Like, you gotta... I ain't got nothing to say. Listen to don't, me. Don't listen. If that's y'all listen out there, y'all don't ask me nothing stupid, y'all. Don't ask me nothing dumb. Don't... Well, let me know because that's how the dumb question. So let me know say don't ask me nothing dumb. Don't ask me nothing that sounds like you implying I dumb. <laughs> Let's go. Fair enough. Let's do that. Fair enough. Let's do that. But it's just like that's I just wild, JD. I ain't gonna lie. I literally, I think I've had, I've struggled with dating since moving back home, just because of the fact that people literally, and I mean naturally, it's gonna be the case because people's representatives come out first, right? But I think people too caught up in trying to tell tell you what you what they think you want to hear instead of asking you what you want to hear. And I hate that. I just I can ask you outright, babe. Like I'm literally, if you say you want to date me. I'm mm-hmm. going to be real with what I ask you. I'm going to mm. tell you. I'm going to ask you certain what things. What you be asking hoes? <sighs> well, they don't be hoes. I know. I don't be asking hoes nothing. You think they don't be nah. hoes. Baby, I be asking hoes nothing. <laughs> what you be asking is people. I, like, I'll ask them, what do you think you're, you're um, where do you think you'll end up in five years? Mm, you be asking for a five-year plan. Yeah, I be asking for a five-year plan because I know what I want to do with my life. Mm. What else just be asking them? If you think, could you handle somebody that's out in the public eye for a little bit? That's out in the public all, eye. All them gonna say yeah. So they say. And none of them could. Or if, would you, if it's would 10 you, of them, you ask that question too. 10 could say yeah. yeah. Probably three could actually handle, deal with, be okay, Would you maneuver. consider yourself an introverted or extroverted type of person? They don't know. <laughs> they don't know, baby. What do you think your attachment style is? They have no idea. First of all, I don't even know my attachment style, <laughs> but that's on purpose. I'm scared to find out, hon. Girl. The mirrors be no clear, baby, and no I ain't baby. ready to look in that. You better find out, and find out with the swiftness. I ain't ready to look in that jersey yet. You better find so out. So that, swiftness. for me, I, I, I know, and that's on purpose. Just yeah. see if you like it. Just talk to me and see if you like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but my, you. you know, dudes ain't asking that. So that I and that's the thing. That. And that's, but that's also how you weed them out early. You're right. Yeah, like, you, yeah, yeah. You ask like, a question that you'll definitely. Because, wait, we getting older. Come on now. You're right. Like, I ain't into, I don't want to be your boo just to be your boo. See, I think, at least for me, like I said, I love talking, but I don't actually believe people on the first go so you Mm -hmm. can talk and i think that's why in the talking stage for me i usually let the person talk yeah i have a good memory and i'm quite observant correct so based off of what you say Mm -hmm. as we stay talking and things happen around you and you tell me and you tell me how you handle things 
I'll know if you like, for lack of a better word, delusional about who you are as a person, mm-hmm. or if you pretty on the money and this is what's happening. Like, yep. you could t- you could tell me whatever. And we ain't talking about but the let questions me, that let you me see what's, Let me see what's going on. Let me tell you how handling life, me, the people around you, all them things. You know what questions you're supposed to be asking in the first heard. couple of weeks. Um, Have you ever had an STD? Also a thing. Very much so. Also a thing. When last you get tested. Because baby, you got to get tested. You need to tell me when last you had an STD. Um, I don't need to know how many sexual partners you had because I ain't even trying to go down that road. I mean, I want to know, but that's because I'm No, nosy. baby. That don't I actually affect them. No, child. I'm, it could I be okay. three or 300. I, but I, are you clean, But sir? Are you clean, though? Are you clean? But the questions y'all really should be asking these people is like, I mean, are you single? And by single, <laughs> I mean... Is somebody else, are you not in a relationship with somebody else? Is somebody I'm else, staying does somebody have a relationship with you that you are not I'm aware staying of? Answer. Is anything, is there anything that I need to be concerned about? Is somebody seasonally coming in and flying in and things are going to change? Like, I'm I just need to staying know. The girls, the girls need to know, baby. Because I staying need, because you know what answer. I need? I need consistency. They live in their own world. And so you could ask, just how you ask the question very clearly, is there someone who's in a relationship with you? And mm-hmm. maybe that's not, as far as they're concerned, only damn matter. So no, that's ah. a, that time, somebody trip, fall, but they need to get a cherry over them. Yeah. But they look you dead in your eye. No man, it's just, it's just, just me. It's just me. It's just me. And I trying to make it me and you. Yeah. No, um, no, baby. See, I don't bother to ask that question, but I do. I am one to ask like why something didn't work out. Mm hmm. I'm and not I'm, asking, but see, I don't want people to get that confused. I'm not asking you your business if you're dating other people, you know. I just want to know said, how, I want to know if you went in a relationship. If there no, is I would know if you're dating other people because no, I would like that's fine. If I know the dif- if I know the difference between dating, I can't assume that the other the person, person you're dating Correct. knows the difference. Correct. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. But I'm not coming into this off rips thinking that I'm the only one either. So mm. that's why I'm like I'm not seeing that. Like we're gonna have to exclusively say that we are exclusively dating. Which is what's gonna let me know off rip. But other than that, I don't ever assume. See, that I I'm feel the like I'm approachable enough for you to want to talk to me if you already have someone. People tell me that. Why you want? Why people, you even want extra work? People just say that, but. <laughs> but I said I asked like why stuff didn't work out, mm-hmm. and then and uh, I, people could say they don't do this or they don't think you should do this. I taken a deep dive into your social media, a deep dive onto the Googles, you a better. deep dive into what you do, who you speak around, where you speak. Because you could tell me what you want to <clears> tell me. But if I see JD under your pictures, like commenting, let's mm-hmm. say Instagram, right? And I ask you, oh, hey. And let's, let's just say, me and you talking, I didn't see JD under your comments. Mm-hmm. And then she on this show. And I said, oh, did you listen to the show? Yeah. What do you think about the guest? Oh. It, it was cool. Would you say a show name? Why you acting like you don't know that lady? <laughs> that lady said you, like, you, like you, you want some every three months you post a picture. Uh-huh. Why you acting like you don't know that lady? Uh-huh. What happened with you and that girl? Uh-huh. Let's talk. That, you know what like, I that's know. what I eyes go look. Eyes look, and then based off of what I see, that's how I form my question. I just want to know, like, what did you learn from that last relationship? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Did you take away anything? Because you could tell me whatever you want as to why the relationship ended, but. Child, what I you, get burned learn? like that before, baby, child. Baby, what you learn from that? Damn, tell me how that lady was crazy. Come to find out, he was a cheater from the pits of hell. Him was a I dog. I said, not the devil get me. Him, him was a... <laughs> so that boy was barking. He oh, made, barking. But he made me think that little gal was crazy. Like, he mm. made it seem like she was horrible. And then later on down, I guess, when he thought I was trippy enough that it wouldn't matter... He ended up sharing that, like, he was unfaithful more than once, never told her. And I say to myself, she ain't crazy. That's your karma. She just don't know that's your karma. She Mm. might think she crazy, too, whole time. You just need some stress. Mm -hmm. But what you do to that lady behind her back? That's how this work out. That girl wasn't crazy. If you a street woman bad, I just need you to like get that come out just as some first before we yeah, talk. Yeah, because, because it, can like, be, it can come to us. It can, it can, ma- it can, who ma- it can mash us. And I don't want to have to treat you bad in the name of the Lord mm-hmm. because what you sow is what you reap. And I don't want to have to be your lesson. Listen, you better Jesus preach. Name. You better preach. In but this that's building. that's that's just me. So JD is a dater. I'm a talker. 
Before we go, it's time for Ask the Host. Ooh. This is a segment where JD can ask me any two questions, whether related to the topic or not, and I do have to answer. She already has the questions. No, I have not seen them. JD, go ahead with your first question. What made you want your own podcast? Um, What made me want my own podcast? I was, I think I talked about this on the episode very, very lightly with... um. Ashley, Olivia. Mm-hmm. I was away from. I was away to school in Cardiff, mm-hmm. that's in Wales, and there were no Bahamians. All the Bahamians graduated before I got there, so I was the only person there. Needless to say, I was like my. I was my only black friend. Mm-hmm. There were no Bahamians. Oh. I was on a, a time difference, so it wasn't like I could just call my friends at any time. And so I started listening to podcasts. Mm. I was listening to the Read quite a bit they and i was listening to neck of the woods with fresh and so ratchetness mm-hmm. and the more i listened to it i really liked it and i was like i could do that and at this time that's when loads of people started coming on twitter and they you know they were having these arguments but i'm not a very um i don't really like to row i don't really like to to get disrespectful and just a debate like if you have an opinion i have an opinion we can share them but there's no need to get disrespectful unfortunately for me on twitter where i am People always get disrespectful, and always. I don't know how to leave things on Twitter. So I could never engage in the debates, even though I had something to say that mm-hmm. I thought was quite valid. Yeah. And I thought that I could express it properly, but I didn't think that people could understand and receive and also give their opinion back without being disrespectful. Not and either. then, you know, as you get older, you don't get a slap on the wrist. You just go to jail. Facts. And like I say, I don't know how to, like, if you get disrespectful, I can't leave that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. When I see you out, I have to be like. It's on site. Hi, not even it's on site. It seems like I could walk up to punch you in your mouth, but it's also like, hey, Shady, right? Great, Amanda. You remember when you tell me I would like you to repeat it right now again? Say it, say it right I need now. To for me. That. Let me hear. I want hear you say it while I looking at you. That's the mm. kind of person I am, and that's not always productive. Yeah, that that doesn't that doesn't foster peace. So I yeah. just never used to engage. I have so much to say, and I listen to the podcast podcast, and I'd be like, oh, I could do that. This sounds really fun, and then I just was like. I want to do it. Yeah. Not only can I do it, I would like to do it. That's and it. then graduated, came home, got invited to be on a podcast, did that for a year. Yeah. And then followed you there, followed you from there. <laughs> and then I started this one when I felt like I needed more of a voice. They weren't silencing me, but because it was more, it was men and just me. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't say, I just wasn't speaking up. I just wasn't being yeah. completely myself. Yeah. Like I said, they weren't silencing me. I could have said anything I wanted to at any point. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't because Men make me uncomfortable. That's just me. That's fair. My parents never used to throw me in a room with all men and tell me, get acquainted. I didn't have to do that. <laughs> I only had to be around uncles and, and my dad and my brother. I didn't have to be around a lot of men that I'm not related to. Right. So then I came up with this and 10th Yacinas came and in, came into play. And that's how we got a little podcast. We like it. We love the gowns. Yeah. <laughs> we love the gowns, though. Yeah. Okay. So... As a not so creative, but creative, creative. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know that was a lot, but <laughs> I know what you mean though. Yeah, but do you believe that there is enough room for all creatives to eat, to survive, to be in the same wavelength, the same wavelength of it? Of it? I do. However, I think the NASA, the Bahamas, however you want to put it. I think because people only respond to what they deem to be either comedy or an outrageous display of something, Mm -hmm. I think it's difficult for creatives to like, for everybody to eat and eat. Because then if people like JD, right? And then they love Gap Seed and I come along and I do something similar, not call that and different topics mm-hmm. as opposed to just watching mine they might be like look at this girl coffee and jd yeah i've, I've gotten that before from time they time. before they listen and and consume mine as well mm-hmm. they might be like no that girl coffee and da, 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 da. it happens with like food places it, it happens with yep. boutiques it ha- you yep. know like and then also i think there is enough room to eat but i think a lot of our um content creators for obvious reasons, they put out content that they already see people consuming, which is obviously heavily influenced by what American content creators do. Mm-hmm. And I think you don't have to do that. You don't. If your content is quality content and it is content that people care about, mm-hmm. 
Dago, listen. Yep. I think people are afraid that Bahamians don't want Bahamian content. We do. We start. That's what we, that's what, you don't, listen, you don't have to do clothing hauls and, and, and makeup brands and a day in the life if mm-hmm. you don't want to. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. You could do something authentic or specific to you. Yep. We go watch. You as long as you as long as you are you, we go watch. But as long as we feel like you somebody else, we ain't gonna mess with it. And well, like, I go watch a, a day in the life of Amanda when I already is watch a day in the life of Georgia May. Yep. And she might be in the UK, but I was already watching her and I only feel like Amanda copying her because it doesn't seem authentic. Mm-hmm. I it think seems like Amanda saw something, uh-huh. wrote it down, and is now imitating it. I think that's my fear about, because like, a lot of, like, so the number one question since Gabseed has dropped has been, like, how I get on Gabseed. And, like, there's a fear that I have around it. It's not that I don't want more people on Gabseed. I would mm-hmm. love to have a lot of people. And the good thing is I know a lot of people personally that mm-hmm. I can actually pull, and I know for a fact they'll be themselves. But I think my fear about doing something like a casting call or something for it is that people, people can perform is, for it. People can perform. And that ain't now. You know, that kind of way. Like, it doesn't, like, I feel like Gapseed hits the way it does because all of these people are individually are themselves. Mm-hmm. Or, or with agree. their pairs are, are this type, have this type of energy with their pairs. Like, I keep telling people, there's a difference between me shooting Miguel by himself and him meeting, shoot, me shooting Miguel with Anastasia. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of way. So it's like, there's a different energy that's involved. Also, I've had a lot of people approach me on some, well, this is just like an insert thing here that probably existed beforehand. And that's like, that's fine. That's okay. Somebody How else much had, real housewives we have? Okay. We still you just understand? Watch them, right? We watch them all. I just watched Dubai, Potomac, and Atlanta. Thanks. So, so I, I, I don't believe that you can't do the same thing that somebody else does in a different way, you know. Mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like there's enough room for everybody to eat and to be able to do the thing that ex- that express themselves in a way that mm, is... Right. That is authentic. Authentic to I them. think that's the only thing with, like... That's the only, like, I guess, obstacle that maybe people face. Mm-hmm. It's like, it ain't copying if it's authentic. We're it's all authentic. different. Like... They have so many seasons of the real world. Mm-hmm. That is the same show, the same Every format. Time. You know what is keep us watching? It's different people. That's it. But those people, at least back in the day, they're not performing. No. They are literally strangers moving into a house. And Responding. whatever happens, MTV is like, catch it. Bet. Make sure. Don't miss that. Get that shot. So, like, for me, I invite people to do more. I mm-hmm. invite people that Agreed. if you feel like you can do it better, then do it. And I, I, I have no issue with that. I don't feel a threat. I don't feel threatened by that. Capsid is not the only thing in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. You know, there are so many other things that I've been working on and so many things that I can't wait to share with the Bahamian public. It's just like, bae, like, if you like it, love it. Go with it. Mm. You know, share it. Let people know. I want... My goal for Gapseed itself is for our West Indian culture at large to understand mm. that they, we literally always go through the same things. I can't wait till they have like a real world type thing for Bahamians. Yeah. I in there. I in that house. All day. All day. I in there. I, I moving in first. We are saying. starving for it. You know that what I mean? Things like the challenge or whatever. Like, we could do that. I mean, I don't know if I could do the challenge. Nah, I really want them girls. I, I host it. One little amazing, oh. one little amazing race-esque. Ooh type energy something girl. but it's like we start if it's her. authentic and it's bohemian people are gonna watch hun but i guess it's also like resources is also getting it like resources to a degree because literally mm. i made the point today to somebody when i was talking to them i was like by during the pandemic we literally watched clint them um, ride up and down on a bus after lockdown you're right we'll watch mo- we'll watch anything <laughs> we're watching we're, we're watching honey because i was there we okay. i was there as well I was watching. I yeah. I was like, oh, check your little, y'all breaking up the little bus. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. We starving for it. We starving for something that we can relate to. We starving for something that's entertaining. We starving for something that is us. Heavy on the relate to. That's because it's, it's only so much American and British things you could watch without being like, yeah, that's cool, but it would be she so should do this or he should do that. And yep. then until you talk to your friends, that you realize yep. there are other people that feel like me. It's just not illustrated. Like, I just can't see it on Correct. TV. So to answer your question, yes, I feel like there is room for everybody to to put out content and be successful and get it out. And I think there's enough consumers for everybody to be able to eat. Nah, 
the girlies over here don't like to pay for creativeness. Oh, no, baby. So now when we say eat, if we're talking about money, that's a different game because these people don't see the value in, they in certain things. They don't. But if eating is just con- having consumers and being able to put out your craft and having people and having patience until there comes to money, yes, there. I think there is enough room for everybody to eat. Agreed. I just, I just, pray, I just pray people keep going at it. That, that's it. Yeah, it, that's I, just a, that's all I, I want to say. Like I pray everybody keeps going at it. Yes, Gap Seed is going to be out um, for the rest of the year after it's done. Um, we're gonna take a break, but it's gonna come back. But also, there are other content. There's other mm. content that's coming out. So tell the people where they can find you. Um, so remind them again where they can find the Gap Seed Room. So it is the Gap Seed Room on YouTube, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Actually, mm-hmm. so on socials we actually drop um, extra content. So anything of uncut the uncut behind scenes, the scenes, I be seeing it on TikTok. Chat. Girl, I'll be all over it. But um, we be doing the uncut scenes from the episodes, things that never made it to the episode, or things that we just felt like time time wise didn't line up. Um, and then yeah, they can find me at Just Know It's JD on everything as well because you drop you know continuity. <laughs> um, so Just Know It's JD on IG and Twitter and TikTok. So there are little things everywhere. So um, y'all can find me. Okay. And I'll keep y'all posted on all the other things. Thank you so much, JD, for coming to the Gapsy. Thank you, Steek, for the moral support. Yeah. Everybody, this has been a pod called Gaps. Gaps. Two brown girls and the two for two. Get a dose of what you missed and what you never knew. Conversations, our interpretation, behaving persuasion. That's the way that we give it to you. Gals, what they want. Gals, what they.